Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash fine. Visit IXL.com slash fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com slash fine. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content, so maybe use headphones if you're listening at work or around small children. Now, here's the show. Hey, Jolenta. Hey, Kristen. It has been one week since we lived by Big Magic, and you know what that means? It's time for another By the Book mini-episode. That's right. It's time for another By the Book epilogue. This week, we're looking at the aftermath of living by Big Magic, Creative Living Beyond Fear by Elizabeth Gilbert. And we got a ton of mail about this one. You guys have lots of big thoughts about Big Magic. Yeah, let's start with the thoughts that loved this book or needed this book or had good things to say about this book. Whitney wrote to us and she said, I was so excited to hear that you were covering Big Magic. This book really changed my life. I have my master's degree in opera performance, but quickly discovered the career wasn't for me. I love performing, but I don't love living in a different place every few months, spending thousands of dollars on auditions only to get most rejections and the instability that a freelancing life brings. You're braver than I am, Kristen. I still work in the arts, but in a much more traditional office setting. When I was at my peak as a singer, I was rehearsing three to four hours a day. Now my life doesn't allow for that. As a result, my technique has slipped, and for many years, singing became really emotionally fraught for me. I would sing, but it wouldn't sound as good as I did at my peak, and that made me not want to practice, so my technique slipped even more. After reading Gilbert's book, I realized that what I create doesn't have to be perfect or at the level of a professional. I just have to do it. 
Oh, I love this letter, Whitney. Yes. And also, Whitney, I sort of feel your pain where it's like having a career in the arts can sometimes suck the sort of fun, messy joy out of it because you expect a certain level of yourself of, you know, professionalism and like nailing it. And, you know, it's so nice to hear that this book helped you sort of rediscover the fun and the whimsy and the the mistakes you're allowed to make when you're being creative. Yeah, I love that. Also love this letter from Krista. She's doing something really great here. She says, I'm an elementary art teacher, and there were parts of Big Magic that really resonated with me when I read it last summer. It inspired me to start a tradition for the beginning of each class that would help my students transition and get into an art mindset. And to be honest, I needed a moment to pause between each class. So we start off by taking three deep breaths. Then we state our intention for the day. For example, Today, I will experiment with new ideas and embrace my mistakes. I can see the difference in their attitude. A kid will accidentally drip paint on their art, and someone at their table will say, it's okay, you can embrace that mistake by painting over it with purple. That is the cutest thing. It reminds me of Bob Ross. There are no mistakes, just just happy happy accidents. accidents. Yes, that is joy. Just make it. You don't have to make it perfect. You don't have to make it for a museum. You just have to make what's in your heart and do the best you can. And and by reducing the stress for your kids, Krista, I bet they're getting so much joy out of art. Yeah, it's setting like such a good atmosphere for creativity. Side note: Do you remember when Bob Ross had a baby orphan squirrel that he fed in a like a bottle on TV? Look it up, everyone. It is so cute. All right. So cute. Back to letters. Yes. (laughs) Allie wrote us to say, I read the book last year and it really did change my life, or at least my perspective on life. I'd always felt like I was doing it wrong because I refused to pick one creative passion and do just one thing until the end. Sometimes I'd say, I'm just going to write or I'm just going to draw pictures of kittens in a flower pot. But then I'd find myself wanting to knit or refurbish old furniture or try calligraphy. I felt like a failure because I couldn't pick one thing and make a career out of it. Instead, I did a lot of things and had a job doing something else entirely. Elizabeth Gilbert told me I could keep my job and follow my curiosities, and that didn't make me any less of a creative person. I can try hand-dyeing yarn one day and making a text adventure video game the next and still keep writing in my blog, and it's all okay. And if I get an idea that's really great, but I know it's not for me, I can thank it for its service and move on. Because I'm Allie, and I'm a creative person. Nice, Allie. Well done. Yeah. Who says you have to only be creative in one way? I always think of Leonardo da Vinci. Mm. He was inventing flying machines, and he was sculpting, and he was painting, and he was building sorts of engineering inventions. He did it all. He did it all. He didn't have to just choose one thing. Look at Martha Stewart. She does it all. She's She's going to, like, cook you with some roasted carrots and then, like, hoof your horse. And then she's going to, like, landscape your yard, and then she's going to start a business worth, like, billions of dollars. And then she's going to just do a cooking show with Snoop Dogg. Yeah, because why not? Why not do it all? Do it if you want to do it. All right, let's read this one from Victoria. Victoria says, I feel like I really needed this episode and I didn't even know it. I left a relatively creative job in 2017 and have been dealing with some depression and lots of other big life changes since then. Along with my creative job, I was dancing, figure skating, sewing, drawing, and working on a photography portfolio. Now, I can barely write a blog post, and I haven't picked up my camera in almost a year. I've been so frustrated with myself. I want and need more than the soul-sucking corporate job I'm working now and feeling like a glorified maid at home. Oh, Victoria. I think we've all been through that feeling. Oh, for sure. Where it's like, I'm a bump on a log, and I like... 
barely get through my day and like I'm not enjoying much. Yeah. And I'm not feeling that spark. I'm not making anything. I'm not doing interesting things. And I think that's something that a lot of us feel a lot of the time. And so, Victoria, we hope that you feel some spark to do something interesting. And even if it's that just dancing in the kitchen or, you know. It or like something I really enjoyed lately is hand lettering. <laughs> you, you don't need the that. calligraphy yeah. pens either. There are like all sorts of tutorials on like how to fake it with a normal pen. Like just, you know, you can find something small. Look up how to draw a certain thing or whatever, you know. Yeah. Make time for you. You're not a maid. Yes, you're not a maid. You're. We love you, Victoria. Do what you need to do. All right, so we got a lot of love, obviously, for Elizabeth Gilbert, which we just read a bunch of letters of for, course. Yeah, from the people who felt the love. But we also got some hate for Elizabeth Gilbert and or the book. So let's hear from some folks who feel that way. Kira says, I 100% agree with Jolenta's initial verdict on Big Magic. It's fine, but fluffy with no tangible impact. I read Big Magic while sick in bed with a cold, completely fuzzy-headed, without even the focus to rewatch a rom-com. While reading it, I loved it. I kept thinking, yes, exactly, so true. But as soon as I finished the book and my nasal congestion ceased putting pressure on my brain, all I could think was, huh, what did I just read? Ice skate before work? Wear lipstick to seduce disembodied ideas? The language is far too casual to really inspire. And I am all for woo-woo, but Big Magic did little more for me than being stuck in traffic behind a car with a Live Your Dreams bumper sticker. Ah, Live Your Dreams. I mean, it's a good bumper sticker. It is. It's better than some of the other bumper stickers out there. I don't care if your child's on the dean's list. (laughs) But I do want to know if you're living your dreams. (laughs) Unless you're on my husband Dean's list. Oh, I do want to be on Dean's list. (laughs) Yes, it's fun being on Dean's list. It is. But yeah, that's, yeah. I'm sorry. We digress. Yes. Kira, thank you for sharing your thoughts on that. And yeah, they are somewhat similar to what Jolenta was Mm -hmm. feeling And I felt that way when I read the book Not Sick, where I was like, I love the idea that ideas are disembodied and they like float in. And then if like I don't vibe with it, it floats to someone else. But also when it comes to implementing that advice, you go like, Wait, how do I do this, though? All right, let's hear from someone else who wasn't feeling all the magic for big magic. This is Nikki. Nikki says, I don't really feel like this person should be giving life advice, but honestly, I haven't read big magic. It's eat, pray, love that's the problem. Eat, pray, love came so highly recommended to me that I read it and a lot of people insisted I would love it, but it just felt like it was a confused romance novel as opposed to a journey of self-discovery and health. I have respect for her for getting a novel out and opening her life to public scrutiny and just being a human. But as a person, the things important to her in that book were just, I like this letter from Nikki because it's acknowledging that Mm -hmm. Elizabeth Gilbert is putting herself out there and making Mm -hmm. something messy. And that is something she talks about in Big Magic. Yeah. Not everyone's going to love what you do. Yeah. And one thing she makes clear in Big Magic is... She got a lot of criticism for that book. And the fact is, Jolenta, you and I get a lot of criticism for this show. Totally, And, and I do love the advice she has about, like, you have your voice and people may not like it. But just remember, those people who are criticizing you, they have a voice, too. And, and they can put stuff out into the world. So, like, you know, it all evens out. And we don't really need to obsess over the negative comments, Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> And, and yeah, that's something Elizabeth Gilbert says, too. It's like, these people who are criticizing you will forget about you in 15 minutes. So they're not even going to be thinking about how mad they are at you in a few minutes. Oh, and one other thing, Nikki, I do want to say that I am also somebody who is not really a fan of Eat, Pray, Love. 
but I really love Big Magic. So yeah. I, I mean, love reading Big Magic, too. Like, it was just a bit general for me as an art snob. Yeah. I felt that they were two very different experiences. Take from that what you will. Agreed. All right. We're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Jolenta's stand-up and a little bit about my book. Yay. Jolenta, here at By the Book Headquarters, we are all about self-care. And one way we take care of ourselves every day, twice a day, is, of course, by brushing our teeth. And when we brush our teeth, we like to use a Quip toothbrush. Quip is a better electric toothbrush created by dentists and designers to make brushing your teeth simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. What I love about Quip is it has sensitive sonic vibrations and is gentle on sensitive gums, like like the ones you and I have, Kristen. Yes. I like that Quip doesn't require a clunky charger. Instead, it runs for three months on a single charge. I just love how clean my teeth feel after using a Quip. It is a kind of clean I have not felt in my mouth before, Kristen. I'll be honest. They feel squeaky clean. I now know what squeaky clean means thanks to Quip, and that's why I love Quip. And no surprise, that's why Quip's backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash buy the book right now, you can get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash buy the book. All right, we are back with our big magic mini-sode, and let's dive into some thoughts and questions people had about your stand-up comedy, Jolenta. Jane wrote in to say, I used to be a performance poet, so I empathize with Jolenta feeling that she needs to say big things in her art. Probably also like Jolenta, I find that having a rich activist life takes the pressure off my creativity a bit. Jolenta, do you feel the same way? That is so, yes, yes. I've never thought of it in those terms, but that's exactly true. It's much easier for me to just let shit flow, like comedy writing-wise, when I don't feel sort of like the guilt of like needing to change the whole world on my shoulders. And it helps to go to to rallies or just do some volunteering or, you know, send letters to my representatives to sort of get that pressure off my back to give me the freedom to just throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, that being said, some of our listeners, a lot of them actually wrote in to say they really loved it when you did bring some politics into your comedy. For example, Kristen says, I actually spit my drink out when Jolenta said, Frank is very pro-wall. You know, he is He is what he is. I can't change him. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of Frank, Bethany says, Jolenta, your Frank voice is my favorite thing. As a fellow nutty dog mom, Goofy Frank never fails to make me laugh out loud. Your set sounds brilliant. Maybe I'm lowbrow, but I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'm wondering if there is a place where those of us who don't live in Brooklyn can tune in to hear your stand-up. Uh, there are places. Um, on my website, jolentagreenberg.com, I have a good set I did a while ago and a moth story slam story so I told. So good. So good. I don't have this set available. I'm very picky about what I make available in video form, because that means that's the way the joke lives forever, kind of. Mm -hmm. And I'm still working on this stuff. So I don't want to, I don't want to solidify it yet. So 
in the future, there will be more videos available. But for now, you just got to let me work it out. Yeah. But check those videos out in the meantime. Yeah. Most excellent. They're very, very good. One other letter for you, Jolenta. This is from Mary. Mary says, Jolenta, you mentioned in the Big Magic episode having some background in teaching more practical methods for approaching creativity and inspiration than the book provides. I'd love to hear what some of those ideas are. This is a trick I used to use when I taught tweens how to write, like, comedic sketches. Mm -hmm. But I'm just a huge fan of taking, you know, three random words or three random concepts and forcing yourself to use those things in what you're writing. I feel like weird specificity, like having to use the word like night owl, for example, weird specificity gets creative juices flowing that that having all the possibilities in the world open to you doesn't in a weird mm-hmm. way, you know, because then you start being like, how do I incorporate this or how do I work around it? And you start thinking sort of strategically about your creativity. Oh, that's worked for me. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's a great trick. I love that one. There's freedom in specificity. It's what we always used to say in acting school. And it is sort of gibberish nonsense, but it also makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. I mean, look at our show. Yeah. We have a very specific structure of the show. And the specificity of it allows us so much freedom. Right. Yeah, because then we know what we're either adhering to or veering away from. And yeah. like, it just really helps. Yeah. So now can we talk about Kristen's book? Sure, let's do it. So many people wrote in with congratulations for you. Oh, yes, yes. Thank you to all of you. Thank you. And thank you to Jolenta. Jolenta, I would Congrats. not have written this book without your encouragement. And so um, I really have you to thank for that. And Aww. you'll see your name a lot in this book, Jolenta. Your I'm name is so mentioned excited. like 200 times in When the people Google me, so many more things are going to pop up. <laughs> so thank you, all of you. Thank you, Jolenta. Thank you, the listeners. And um, can I just be cheesy for a quick second oh, here? Oh, do it. Listeners, I want you to know that I wrote this book in part because so many of you have written into me over the years asking for advice on how to start podcasts or how to get good guests or how to grow audiences. And I mean, after hearing from literally hundreds and hundreds of you, I actually realized I should just talk to all of you at once. And so thank you. Thank you, all of you who wrote in and asked me about starting a podcast over the years. And I believe in all of you. And I know you all have beautiful voices and great stories, and I can hardly wait to hear what all of you make. We had a few listener questions about your book. Oh, good, good. Ted wants to know, is your book for people who are already podcasting and want to improve their work, or is it for people who have never spoken into a microphone in their lives? It's for all of the above. I mean, I've talked with lots of podcasters over the years who've been making shows in their basement but still don't have the audience they want to. I've talked with people who have dabbled in podcasting and for some reason they can't get their sound to sound professional. I've talked with podcasters for years who are just dreaming of starting a podcast or just have the idea written down but not really fully formed yet. So it's for all of the above. Yeah, all of you. Please, everybody. That is amazing. Uh, Sudi also wrote on our Facebook community saying everyone who is planning to buy Kristen's book, pre-ordering is hugely important and helpful to authors because it tells bookstores how interested readers are. Oh, my God. Thank you, Sudi, for pointing that out. And thank you to Robert, who posted a link to the book on our Facebook community. I mean, I should do a better job of promoting things. I feel that all the listeners kind of stepped up. They're promoting it for you. Yeah. So thank you, all listeners who have... Uh, written in with support, who've been promoting the book already, who have pre-ordered it. Yes, please. Everybody pre-order it. Everybody do that. Thank you All right, enough plugging. We have one more question from Hannah. Kristen, 
did you write your book in less than 7 to 14 days? All right, Hannah, first, I don't want to be stern, but I'm going to be stern. Uh-oh. If you listen to the episode, you would have heard I spent a full two months writing that book. I was not able to reach my high achievement of Return to Intercourse and Amish Romance, which I wrote while we were living by how to write an ebook in less than 7 to 14 days that will make you money forever during season one. I was not able to write a book in that amount of time. But we appreciate your humor. We appreciate your humor, and it was two months. Two months this two time. Two months, yeah. not less than 7 to 14. Yeah, but less than 7 to 14 weeks. That's true. Yeah, so there you go. It's almost as good, right? So basically, yes. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we'll give shout outs to some listeners who've told us about what creative things they're up to in their own lives right now. And of course, we will announce next week's book. Jalenta, we love looking at the world through our lenses. And by lenses, I mean lenses that help take care of our eyes because we care about our eye health. Are you talking about sunglasses, Kristen? Perhaps a Quay sunglasses? Absolutely. Quay is a sunglasses brand that was founded at Australian music festivals and has since expanded worldwide. They offer quality fashion sunglasses plus blue light sunglasses at an affordable price point. And for those of you like me who didn't know what blue light lenses are, they are computer glasses that help you block out the harmful light emitted from screens. You know how they're like, don't look at your screens before bedtime because it like tricks your brain into thinking it's daytime. It won't with the blue light glasses. You know what I got? from Quay Jolenta. What did you get? I got some sweet darling rose-colored glasses because I like looking at the world a little bit more rosy. And these are fabulous. Look at these gold frames. They are gorgeous. And the rose-colored lenses are the most you thing I've ever seen. Right now, you can enjoy 20% off your order on quayaustralia.com with promo code BTB. That's promo code BTB for 20% off your order on Quay. That's Q-U-A-Y australia.com. Restrictions apply. Free shipping for U.S. orders over $75. Okie doke. We are back, and we want to celebrate some of you, our big, magical, creative listeners. Yes, so creative. Last week, we asked our Facebook community members to tell us how they've been expressing their creativity lately, and we heard from so many of you, and it hundreds was so delightful. and hundreds. So delightful. And our hearts grew three sizes too big because all the things you're doing are amazing. Let's start with Caroline. Caroline says, I take photographs. No, wait. I am a photographer. All yes. caps. Yes. Declare it, Caroline. Last year, I took different photos of nature every month, and then I made my mom a calendar for Christmas. I'm struggling to find a challenge for this year, though. If anyone has any ideas, let me know. Ooh. That is so sweet because you turned your art into a present then. It's so nice. It's like two types of creativity. Yes. So good, Caroline. So good. I love, love it. it. Robert says, I wrote a book about how to use your imagination to think visually about complicated subjects like empathy and wisdom. My goal is to sell 25 copies. So far, I've sold 11. Ha. Robert, you're almost halfway to your goal. Well done. And that book sounds very interesting. I am a visual learner, and you have piqued my interest, sir. Yeah, so, Robert, thank you so much. We're thrilled for you. That's great. I bet, Robert, if you post a link to your book on the Buy the Book Facebook community, you might sell another copy or two. Yeah, yeah, feel free to do that. 
Sarah wrote in to say, I worked on my acting skills this morning as I was teaching a baby care class to pregnant non-English speakers. It's amazing how much you can convey in mime. Yes, Sarah, yes, one of my all-time favorite heroes in the world, Amy Sedaris, always says about her acting, she wants to act so that if an alien came to Earth or if someone who has no concept of language watched her, they would know exactly what she's doing. You just have to be careful, though, with the word mime, because some of us are picturing the person like who's— Like a striped shirt, yeah, painted white base. trapped in a box. Don't be the person trapped no, in a box. No, she's just talking about, like, it's amazing how much you can convey using your gestures and your bodies when there's a language barrier. Yes. And that also tends to make for, like, very specific, often fun and funny acting. I'm I'm for it. I'm for it. Good. Just don't wear the striped shirt. Don't be in a box. No, she's not, like, mime-miming. <laughs> She's doing space work. Got that's it. What, that's what the improvers call it. Like, look, I'm drinking water. Got it. Got it. All right. I love this one from Hansi. Hansi writes, I sew and just got done making my wedding outfit. I can't <gasps> wait for official pictures. You that's have got incredible. to share your pictures with us. Yes, we need to see the pictures. That's amazing. I am so jealous of your skills. That is unbelievable. I to make it. your own wedding clothes. Wow. Beautiful. That's so it's just so beautiful. And then even like hand it down and it was like handmade and oh, oh I so love good. it. Sarah says, Kristen, your spray painted glittery eyeglasses really made me smile. I have spent most of my life squashing down any creative spirit I've had because there are always more important things to do. Those dishes aren't gonna wash themselves. And now that I have a four-year-old, it's a huge struggle to find time to do much of anything. I don't even have time to watch TV unless it's cartoons. But in the last month, I've been suddenly very inspired and creative. I did an Instagram drawing challenge. I've been cooking like crazy. And I even made my first sewing project that wasn't just hemming curtains in six years. Oh, my God. And the sewing project, it is so cute. Sarah sent in a picture. It's this kind of little miniature cone-shaped mountain doorstop that she sewed. Oh, I saw that. It looks yeah. like a little snow-capped mountain. It's very cute. It's so cute. And it's functional. Yeah. Yeah, so thanks for sending in that picture. And she says, now my door doesn't swing shut on its own. I love that. Such a cute project. That's so cute. Huge thanks to everyone who wrote in this week. We are blown away by all of the amazing things you are up to. And we hope that everyone listening will join the Facebook community. You can share your own creative projects. You can talk about all the books we've lived by. There are over 10,000 other listeners there. We always have a link to the community in our episode descriptions, as well as links to our advertisers and those promo codes, too. So just check it all out there. And now it's magic time. <gasps> it's time to announce next week's book. Our next book is Astrology for Happiness and Success by Mecca Woods. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm very excited. Oh, I'm sorry. I left the studio. I just came back. Oh, well, well, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Chris is trying to hide from her inevitable <laughs> astrology future. Will I survive this future? Will this be the most scientifically accurate book we've ever lived by? Listen next week to find out. Huge, huge thank you to our production team at Stitcher for working their big magic, Nora Ritchie and Casey Holford. Thanks also to Nate Wyda, who composed our theme song using a magic wand, and the Rizzos, who perform it using capes and hats with rabbits. 
Reminder, you can reach us at kristenandjolenta at gmail.com or on Twitter at Jolenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, and at By the Book Pod. Also, hit us up on Instagram where you can see cute pictures of Jolenta's dog, Frank, sometimes doing some magical things himself. On Instagram, you can find us at By the Book Pod, at Jolenta underscore G, and at K10Meinzer. Get it? K10Meinzer? Until next time, I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jolenta Greenberg. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye bye. And squeaky queen, <laughs> squeaky queen, squeaky queen. Sometimes I get stuck in flank voice, squeaky queen. Stitcher. Quay is a sunglasses brand founded at Australian music festivals that has since expanded worldwide. They offer quality fashion sunglasses and blue light glasses at an affordable price point starting at $50. To get your Quay sunglasses, use promo code BTB at QuayAustralia.com for 20% off your order. That's promo code BTB at Quay, Q-U-A-Y, Australia.com. Restrictions apply. Free shipping for U.S. orders over $75. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.